The one we can't see with our eyes will be with us. And so that when we go on evangelism and we are getting people born again, not only are we telling them don't go to hell, that one will be a consequence of what will happen to them. What we are telling them is that we want the greatest being in the universe to be with you. Hello? We are not bringing a president to you. We are not bringing the richest man on the air to you. We are bringing the monarch of the universe to you. So that evangelism is giving God with people. That's the meaning of evangelism. When God evangelism and so when it, we are saying that now God is with you. You are having the approval of God with you. When the day you got born again, you secured a divine approval. Just to prove this point to you, the last thing Jesus said, can I tell you the last thing Jesus said? Just to prove that he came for this, Matthew 28 verse 20. Matthew 28 verse 20. The last thing Jesus said before he went, look at that. This after resurrection. Yes. Read. Teaching them to observe all things, mm -hmm. whatsoever I have commanded you. Mm -hmm. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. That was his mission in life. That was the last statement before Jesus left. He said, and lo, after talking plenty, he said, and lo, I am with you always. Not two days or three days, I am with you always. Oh, God is with me. I don't care who is not for me or with me. God is with me. When somebody leaves me, I will, I will cry. It will pay me. But it cannot beat the consciousness of the truth that God is with me. No, nothing can be that one. No, no, a thousand times no. <laughs> and I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. God is with me. God is with me. Can you begin to talk? Say, God is with me. Keep saying that. God is with me. 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 In the name of Jesus. Maybe you have a presentation to give at work. Or you have an interview. And as you are going, you are shaking. Begin to shake your head. Begin to tell yourself, I'm not going alone. God is with me. The God who controls the heart of the people I'm going to talk to. The God who created them, he's with me. He can make them sleep. He can make them rise. He can change their mind. He's with me. Let's go. God is with me. God is with me. God is with me. The Bible said of Samuel, he said, and the Lord was with Samuel and whatever Samuel said happened. First Samuel 3 verse 19. God was with Samuel, yes. 319. Yes. And I read. And Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him. Uh -huh. And did not let none of his words fall to the ground. Can you imagine? And did not let none of his words fall to the ground. For the Lord was with Samuel. The reason was not because Samuel was a smart man. But God made sure that none of his words would fall to the ground. One of my confessions I do, Lord, you are with me. Oh, God, you are with me. Be with me in an undeniable way. Oh, God. And when you do that, you begin to say, bless, and the person is blessed. Heal, and the person is healed. I was in Dallas on Thursday. I don't prophesy to people who I know. By now, you should know that. Eh? One of my sons, he lives in Dallas. He was sitting in front. The first person I prophesied, I said, I see you are getting a house. A house. This is the season. I realized that the wife was clapping and laughing, but the guy was silent. 
I said, no, this is what I see. This is the season. It will happen quickly. This is on Thursday. The guy went to drop me at the airport. I had to go to Chicago on Saturday. And he had not done anything about the house. Tuesday, he calls me that they have a house. I said, no, no. I said, if not because I know him, I'll say he's just tricking me. On Sunday, they went out to check for a house. And they got approval for the house on Tuesday. From Sunday to Tuesday, they got a house. Clap for Jesus. Why? Is it because I'm smart? No. When God begins to be with you, you say something, it will happen. <laughs> I prophesied to somebody on Thursday. They said, I said, who is called Lydia? He said, my mother. And I said, let's pray for your mother for preservation because they want to kill your mother. Say, hey. By morning, U.S. time, he called the mom. And the mom was sick, so the mom went to the hospital. When the mom left the house to the hospital, what happened was that Am Roberts came to the mother's house. But the mom was not at home. This is within 12 hours. It's not because of man. It's because the Lord is with you. Amen. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. In the, name of Jesus. the Lord is with me. Lord is with me. Like a mighty warrior. A mighty in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Alright Hebrews. Let's, let me start closing. Hebrews 13 verse 5 and 6. Jesus. I want you to leave this through these doors. If you came like this. By the time you are leaving. I want you to walk like this. Because you have discovered something. If you've been crying all night, don't care. Because the Lord is with you. With me. Yes, Hebrews 13 verse 5. Mm -hmm. Let your conversation be without covetousness. And be content with such things as ye have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will never leave thee nor forsake you. So that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. And I will not fear what man. How can you talk boldly? Hold on. When you are reading the Bible, just take your time. Look, look go back. Amen. Let for, your conversation. For, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let, me, let me break the Bible for you. He said, for he has said. What did the guy say? I will never leave you nor forsake. This is God talking. God has said. Now, based on what God has said, you must be saying something based on what he said. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So that we may do what boldly say. If you are sure you heard God say, I am with you, you should be bold and say, I am prosperous. I have a helper. No one can kill me. You are saying that because of what he has said. He has said so that we may boldly say. Now that you are quiet and crying, you've, you have not heard what he said. Your only problem is that you don't know what he said. You didn't clap about that one. <laughs> You are confident of what he said. You should be boldly saying something based on what he said. So that you should be going around, I am the head and not the tail. Yeah. Nobody can mess up with my documents. No devil or man can mess up with my marriage. The reason why I'm talking that way is what he has said. In a moment, we'll be getting up and we'll be saying things he said. We are going to confess based on what he said. And it should be your lifestyle. I go in the name of the Lord. For the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous are in it and they are saved. Alright. Okay, John 14 verse 15. Amen. John 14, 15. Yes, please. I read. Mm -hmm. If you love me, mm -hmm. keep my commandments. Yes. 
If you love me, keep my commandments. Verse 16. And I'll pray the Father, mm -hmm. and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. forever. Verse 17. Even the spirit of truth, mm. whom the world cannot receive. Because. Because it see him not, mm -hmm. neither knoweth him. Mm -hmm. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with, with you, and, and shall, shall be in you. you. It cannot get better than this. Yes. Verse 18. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come, I will to, come you. to you. Can I get that in the amplifier? I will not leave you comfortless. comfortless. It means I will not leave you as, a, as orphans or helpless. The Christian who feels helpless is due to ignorance, not because he's helpless. You didn't get it. The Christian who believes that he is helpless is because of ignorance. Now, when I say ignorance, does not mean that he doesn't know. He's not aware. He's not conscious of the truth. The, verse, 18. verse 18. I will not leave you as, as orphans, orphans, comfortless, desolate, bereaved, felon, that is sad, or helpless. Jesus came and he said, my name is called Emmanuel. My name is the without God. But I told you I'm leaving. And you are sad that the without is leaving us. Very soon we will be without us. But I said, don't worry. Don't be disturbed. What I will do is that I will send you another helper, another comforter. His name is called the Holy Ghost. When he comes, he is with you. But when he comes, he shall be in you. He shall dwell with you. So that the Holy Spirit came because of the promise of Jesus. Because Jesus is God with us, Emmanuel. And if Emmanuel is, is living, Emmanuel must still be Emmanuel. The with us, God. Hallelujah. Amen. When we talk about the Holy Spirit, we are not talking about just a wind. We are talking about a person who is with us. The Holy Ghost is not just for pastors to use. No. He is for your business. He is for your marriage. He is for your everyday life. He is called the Holy Spirit. He can help your work. He can help your talk. He can help every aspect of your life. He is called the Holy Spirit. The way that's God. You think that... The Holy Ghost belongs to Benihim. No! It's just because of what Benihim has done with the Holy Spirit. And that's where I begin to close. Don't you think at times you believe that God is with somebody more than somebody else? I'll tell you why in a moment. At times we are all Christians. The promise of God is for all of us. We all have the same amount of Holy Ghost. One liter, one liter each. <laughs> But you look at some people, it looks like God stays with them. Wherever they go, they see God. But me, I have to do this and clap and jump before I see small God. Hallelujah. And, and in your mind, you are saying, this is not. Oh, I can't hear you. This is not. This is not fair. It is very fair because God is no respecter of persons. So that if God is with me and God is with that person, then how come I'm looking at different situations? Our experiences are different. If the same God is with all of us. All right. There are two aspects you have to understand in the Bible. We have what is called the legal aspect and what is called the vital aspect. When we say legal aspect, legal document, what is written is written. So God is with you. Then we talk about what is the vital aspect. We talk about your experience of the truth. So that you can read the Bible. 
Legally, God is with you. But vitally, your experience is not showing that. And our goal is not just to know what is written. Our goal is to make what is written what is being lived. Can I repeat it? Your goal is not to just know what is written. But your goal should be to make what is written what you live, your daily experience. And once you understand, you begin to increase in this dimension, in this glory, in this dimension, in this glory. I want us to pray. But I want to explain this thing to you in five minutes so that we can pray. Are you in church? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. All right. Can I get the light, the one you put on this one? The one, it, it can go up and down, eh? Yes. Get it to me in a moment. Are you in church? Yes. Are you sure you are in church? Yes, I'm here. How do you manifest and make this thing we are talking practical so that you can be increasing in this, in this manifestation? You can have its effect around your life all the time. How can you make what is written your daily experience? Hello? Hi. I told you that in the New Testament, Jesus is with us, okay? Yes. I'm waiting for the light. The New Testament, Jesus is with us. Then he left and gave us another of the same kind called the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? All right. Where's my Bible? I want to show you something. Can I get somebody to read something in the, in the, in the Hebrew for me? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Is it on? Turn it on. Okay. All right. Can you increase the, temp the, the intensity? Okay. Hold on first. Yeah. Make sure you don't put it on somebody's side. Just shoot it here. Uh, not in my eyes also. <laughs> All right. Now, let's read uh, Exodus 33, verse 15. Or 14, 15. Are you in church? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Exodus 33, verse 15. Exodus 33, 15. Listen to me, please. If you understand God's word, you receive two minutes of prayer and get more results than receiving a gallon of oil without results. I beg you, please understand God's word. I beg you. I'm begging you. I'm pleading with you. Read for me. Amen. Yes. And he said unto him, If thy presence go not with me, uh -huh. carry us not up hence. Okay. Now, he says something. If your presence does not go with me, Carry us not from here. Now, what is the word for presence here? It's a presence. The, the, the Hebrew is 6, 4, 4, 3, or 4. Yes. And what does it mean? Panim. Panim. And it means what? Face. Face. Okay, All right. So that what he said was that, if thy presence go not with me, carry us not. What he was saying is that if your face... Does not go with me. Carry us not up from here. Say the face of the Lord. The face of the Lord. All right. Are you, are you in church? Yes. Good. You understand in a moment. Okay. Now go to Numbers 6, verse 23 to 26. He told them to pray a certain prayer anytime they close service or when you, they wanted to bless people. He told them to pray a certain prayer. What was that prayer? Numbers 6, 23. And I yes. read. Speak unto Aaron and unto his son, saying, yes. On this wise ye shall bless the children of Israel, Good. saying unto them, uh -huh. The Lord bless thee and keep, and keep thee. 
the Lord, Lord make his face, face shine on you. Thee. Hold on, hold on. Before, uh, now, now you say that, ah, that's verse. You no, know, you didn't know where it was. You thought it was the Baptist people who wrote that poem. It's in the Bible. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine. shine Say shine. Thee. Shine. Oh. And you see the same 6440, which is translated presence. So that what he was actually saying was that the Lord make his presence shine upon you. Are you sure you're in church? Yes. Now continue. And be gracious unto thee. Verse 26. The Lord lift up his countenance. Now countenance, what, what is the word for countenance there? What, which means face, presence. So that the blessing was just about one thing. Let the Lord make his face or countenance or presence be with you. It's one thing. Are you sure you are in church? Yes. The presence, the countenance and the face is the same thing. But he said, let his face shine. It means that this face has a light which can shine. <laughs> this countenance can do what? Shine. shine. This presence does what? Shine. So that when we say that the Lord is with a person, we are talking about a shining light, light with a person. person. Now, how come in the realm of the spirit, one, it seems that one is shining more than the other? Oh, God is with somebody more than the other. They say, come. This light is with me, three of us. It decrease the intensity. Decrease it, decrease it. The light is with me, three of us. True. Oh, I can't. The light is with me, three of us. True. Increase it. As he increases, the light is with me, three of us. True. So can you see that God is with every believer? But the shining and the intensity of God's light with us is different. God is with all of us. Because the Bible says, I'll never leave you for sin. He's with all of us equally. But in his manifestation, it's never the same. That's how come you look at one man of God. It's like this one is powerful than the other. No, the same amount of God is with everybody. But the intensity differs. One believer looks at this. God is blessing this man more than... No, it's the intensity of the light. Are you sure you're in church? Now go to Psalm 44 verse 3. Increase the intensity. Is that the highest? Then reduce it. I don't know whether your light, your spiritual light is this one or the other one. I don't know which one. Psalm 44. This is how come you must take your life and your Christian life seriously. Yeah. For they got not the land in possession by their own sword. Mm -hmm. Neither did they their own arm save them. Mm -hmm. But thy right hand mm -hmm. and thy arm and the, and light, the light of, of thy countenance. That countenance is the light of his presence or the light of his face. face. So that the presence has the light. The presence, the face has the light and the countenance has the light. The light of his countenance. It brings you stuff. It brings you favor. It brings you preservation. So that what happens that if I can increase my light, that light will shine in darkness and the darkness cannot take it. The darkness comprehended not. But when my light is low, what I will need is that come. 
this guy has no light or his light is low because everybody has light. What will happen is that I have a higher light than this guy. So when I pray for this guy, I have supplied this guy extra light. That's how come miracles are worked. So that if you can increase your light, you can get miracles any day, anytime, anywhere. What are you going to do? Are you just going to be a Christian? God is with you, but your light is low. Oh, God is with you, but your light is shining. Take your seat. I coil upon your feet Like wine for you to drink Jesus Dr. Mark has just deposited into your hands the truth to your glorious and best life ever. Meditate on these things, give yourself wholly to them, and your progress and success will be evident to all. Connect with Dr. Mark at www.thechristpalace.org or email Dr. Mark at cpimhouston1 at gmail.com. And best of all, come hear the man of God live as you worship with us at Christ Palace International Ministries, 15152 Bel Air Boulevard, Houston, Texas, 77083.